This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's Lawn Care Gardening podcast. I just want to welcome you to now episode 18 of of our podcast this one titled is autumn lawn care and yeah these are flying by aren't they it's absolutely crazy um you know the way i'm going with it i am not too sure whether we're going to take a little break over part of the winter and then pick up again in sort of february time or if i'm just going to continue with weekly or go fortnightly but you know if you're still working away and you're still enjoying listening to these over your periods of work, leisure, whatever you're doing, then please drop me a message somewhere on Instagram or through email at jrocklc at gmail.com and let me know what you fancy over winter because we're very edgy towards it and if you're not going to be sort of wanting to listen to the content over that sort of period of time, then there's no point in me wasting, wasting like putting it out there. So let me know. You might also just enjoy it and not mind it. The plan is, is because there's going to be less to speak about over the winter period, I'm going to probably get a lot more sort of interviews, I'm guessing, through the door. There's been so many people that have came forward and want to sort of speak about their company or their leisure, you know, what they've been doing in their own garden or what the plans are, all the rest of it, that I've got a list of maybe seven, eight people now that want to jump on the podcast and be interviewed. And that's not really me asking them, that's them asking me. So, You know, I'm going to get that sorted at some point anyway, because I think all I can do is help you guys out. And, you know, it's good to listen to it passes a bit of the time. And it's something relative to, you know, what you enjoy doing at the end of the day. What is gardening, lawn care, you know, anything up that street. So first thing I just want to touch on here is we've got a podcast review. As I've mentioned before, if you've got any reviews that you basically want to give uh, over to the podcast, then I will happily read them out, regardless what they are. So far, we're up to 11 five-star reviews, what is, you know, very kind of all those that have left a review. And for you, it's about 10% of those that are listening that have actually left a review with me. I know a lot of you are on Spotify, so I completely get it if you, you know, you don't go on iTunes or whatnot. But yeah, I just really appreciate it, you know. I don't want to come across as ungrateful ever for uh, you spending your own time and effort to write some words and leave me a review. So I'm going to read this one out, and it is under as keeping me occupied, and it's a five-star review, and it reads this. Sometimes you get bored of your music playlist or finish 180 episodes of your favourite true crime podcast in three months when gardening. Maybe just me, but jumping into J-Rock podcasts have helped pass the time great. Improving every week, and though I've been doing the job myself for 10 years, I'm picking up plenty of tips, and there's some definite things to rethink. Spoke to Sam for a while over Instagram and looking forward to more successful ventures going forward. Cheers, bro. So that was from T.F. Bolton. And yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for leaving that review. Really appreciate it. And it's completely true. You know, the one thing I think when when gardening in the outdoors and you're working mostly by yourself, even in the small teams, or even if you're in your own garden just doing it yourself, is the time passes so quickly. And you're basically left with an option of you can either sit there, listen to, you know, music or whatever else, or you can actually learn at the same time. So what I try and do with this is provide a bit of entertainment, but also have a takeaway in most episodes that you can either learn something from or from other people's experiences, and you can kind of go from there. 
So it is completely true. Time flies. You know, there's a lot to be doing, and you may as well learn while you're on the job. You know, not just by what you're doing practically, but what you can also listen to. So that's a you know a tip I'm going to give. And obviously, you're already one step there if you listen to this now. But is find something that you want to learn about that you're interested in, and learn it while you're doing the job. You're hitting two birds with one stone the way I see it. Right. So open loan care. This is going to be a relatively quick podcast. Um, there's not too much I want to speak about at this stage in regards to it, but it's basically it's reno season again. So with renovations, with doing like your main two loan care periods, although it's throughout you know three quarters of the year over here in the UK, the way the um, the temperatures are, you've got two main periods, then being spring and autumn. These are key times that if you're going to do a renovation, if you're going to do you know anything sort of mainstream, you're at a point where it's wet usually, you know, some form there's a lot of moisture going on. The temperature in autumn is normally better within the soil and the temperatures are sitting in a good place that you're gonna if you're gonna put seed down, then it's gonna germinate. So same with spring, apart from you know, you've got it normally takes a bit more time to take off because you just came out of winter. But again, the temperatures are rising, you know, there's normally a bit of wet weather, and they're just two key key periods. So now that we're coming into autumn, what is officially, I think, the 22nd of September, but, you know, September kind of arches the start of it anyway, we're looking at sort of key things you can be doing, whether this is in your home loan, what I'm going to kind of focus on more of today, or whether you're trying to offer it out as a service to other people, these are the things that you can be focusing on and trying to sell out. And first one being aeration. Aeration is such a key point, and it's not one that, people always seem to do, especially when, you know, you first come to a property, when you move into a house, even, you know, one thing that you can normally notice is that if it's had heavy traffic on it, then it's normally rock solid, okay, it's compacted so much, and then you normally hear the excuse of, well, not excuse, but the comment of, well, I've chucked seed down, and it just hasn't, it hasn't grown, nothing happened, and it's because it's like a, it's like a layer of concrete, basically, there's nothing that can really happen, so aeration, what does that do? It does several things. It allows air back into the soil. So with the aeration, you've got either solid tine or hollow tine. So your solid tine is just basically poking a hole in the soil, and your hollow is taking out them cores, you know. So it's taking out, you know, it's usually around three inches, an inch to three inches of of turf, okay, and that's pulling that out. What's also going to pull out a bit of thatch if you've got any, and it's just going to allow air back into the soil. Main thing that it kind of does is it's going to relieve compaction. So you, a common question that you get asked, do you need to fill the holes back in? Absolutely not. Normally what you find on golf courses, I'm led to believe, is that they'll send the greens afterwards. It keeps the holes open for a bit longer and allows um, water and all the rest of it to drain through them through them, uh, gaps where you've just aerated. But no, you don't need to. They will close over time and you won't even notice them in about two weeks' time. So it relieves compaction and it allows water and nutrients to get back into the roots of the grass. Okay, so it's a main thing. Just doing this once a year, at least once every two years, at least, will massively help your lawn. If you come in face-to-face with it and it's already in a very dire state, your lawn, and it's very hard, crusty, whatever, then you know you might need to do this a couple of times a year to begin with for the first couple of years, to really just sort of loosen everything up. Once when you find that things are well watered, the moisture's there, and things are growing well, 
you know, that's when you can lay off it a bit. But top tip with aeration, soak the living daylight out of it 24 hours before. Okay, it's going to make it so much easier. The amount of times I see people that have bought, and I've got one myself, like a cheap aerator from, you know, your local garden centre that clogs up because they're useless. Um, and they go, oh, I can barely get it in, or a tine snapped off. It's probably because you're trying it after a week of dry weather. Get some water on, soak it in a good 24 hours prior, bide your time, and then when it's a mixture of not bone dry, but not completely soaking, spike it. Okay? So aeration, it's something that you can definitely start doing now, you know, September time. You can even do it mid-season, lightly, if you're using smaller holes, probably solid tine, but especially hollow tine, spring, autumn is brilliant timing. So that's one thing you can be doing and offering out as a service. Next one is scarification. I talk on this loads, but scarification, although you can do this throughout the year, every sort of six to eight weeks if you really want to, nice and lightly, your two main periods again, spring and autumn, things are starting to grow, um, temperatures are in a good place, there's enough moisture about to not get stressed out, scarify. So this is just basically ripping out thatch that have maybe built up over the year, pulling out moss if you've sort of got any, and it's going to open up the tops of the surface. So the thing is with scarification is that it's literally, it's like a rolling claw. It's going to slightly pick it off. Lately I've seen these things on the lawn care groups and things like that, where you attach tines to a rotary mower blade. Look, you, if you thought about it, then you know what I'm on about. Don't do it. Don't. That, it can, that cannot in any way work out very well. You may as well, I mean, I've seen scarifiers, uh, electric ones, for as cheap as 30, 40 quid on marketplaces in Aldi, things like that. Once when you buy one, if you haven't got a humongous garden, then these things are going to last for years, you know, pull them out once or twice a year. So, scarification, it pulls all this thatch and moss out, it allows the lawn to breathe again, it's going to allow nutrients to get back to the soil as well because it's going to be taking out that top layer, no, it's not a turf cutter, but it's going to be taking out that top layer of any mess, thatch if you've got any, and it's going to basically stop that, soaking all them nutrients and water up, and it's going to allow the grass to do so instead. So this is a really good thing to do, and what you'll find is if you put a new lawn in, say spring, you may have not been able to do this sort of straight away within the first 8 to 12 weeks. Now it will be okay if you put the lawn down in spring to be able to scarify and aerate now because it would have been about a good 6 months time. So feel free, you can also scarify this time of year. It's also big for customers. Um, often you'll find customers don't often really know much about this and you've kind of sadly got to upsell them to the fact of why they need it scarified they'll just look and see a green lawn and you need to sort of talk them into the fact of yes it doesn't look terrible now but you leave this another season till next autumn there will be a problem you know if you're susceptible to moss then that is going to start creeping back in and before you know it, it's then a renovation problem rather than just a light, light scar scarify the prices are two completely different places right now you know so you need to kind of talk this into your clients Personally, what I'm struggling with, and you know, some years might be the same, is because there's only so many hours in the day. I fill that up in you know late spring, summer, jam packed. Now that we're starting to lose the light again, I mean it's dark around quarter past eight or something like that now where I am. Now that that light's coming, uh, coming in and getting shorter days again, 
it gets to a point where I run out of time to be able to fit in these extra jobs. So normally, if I had more time on my calendar, and if you do now, I would be pushing these scarifications and aerations mentally. You know, I would really be pushing them out now because it's such a prime time to do it that you can make enough money. Trust me, you can make enough money in the next eight weeks to get you through winter just by them two services. Scarification and aeration, you can make a bomb from. You've also got the waste disposal side of it, so you could up-price that side. If you're going to put any feeds down, what we'll talk about in a minute, that is all upselling and the labour times as well. So if you find that you're a bit quieter at the minute, scarification, aerations, get it pushed out. Now, aerators, um, how we spoke about solitine and holotine, you... You can basically rent them, okay? So if you were going to buy this bit of kit, it would cost you somewhere in the region of £2,000 onwards for a professional model area. To rent, you're looking at around 90 let's say, I've seen them for online for about 70 but that's without the waivers and without damage costs. So you're somewhere between 90 and £120, roughly, to hire an area between for a day or a few days, depending on what company you're going with. You can get them out for two days, jam pack in all that work, including your own home loan, and then fire out them services, and you'll probably make three, four, five times your money, quite simply, quite easily. So the mixture between whether a solid time, sorry, I know I'm jumping back here, the mixture between doing it solid time or hollow time is completely down to you. If you've got a clear base soil, you might want to be taking the hollow cores out so you can replace it with um you know, a better topsoil or some form of compost just sort of to help improve the turf. Whereas if it's a lawn that's pretty much taken care of pretty well, it's got hollow time last year, start of the year, then you might only need to do a solid time. You've got no cleanup then and you're still aerating, okay? So you've got that and if all else fails and you're thinking, hold on, this is a lot of information and I know I'm cramming it all in, so please bear with me. Um, if you think I don't have the money for that, I don't have the budget for that, then I'm telling you, go into your shed or maybe your granddad's shed or your mother's shed, okay, and look for a pitchfork. Yeah, that's all you need is a pitchfork. Stab some holes in. It's how I completely transformed my garden was with uh, possibly a 30-year-old pitchfork that was rusted to nothing um, and it done just as good of a job. The only difference is the manual labour. Okay, so it'll take it out of you. Trust me, it will. And it does take a good bit of time. If you are doing it manually, then you're looking at somewhere around six to eight inch gap. I like to leave in between the next set of holes. And you just keep that consistently going all the way through. Right, so you've got aeration that I've talked about a lot. You've got scarifications. Again, how I've spoken about both of them are key, right? Not just for your loan, but also if you want to push out as a service, then really you can make your winter's funds just from September, October. Okay, past that then, this is, a, this is one that you don't need to do and often we always think if you're scarifying, if you're ripping out, you need to replace the seed every single time. It's not true, as long as you're looking after it and it's bouncing back, your lawn will be fine. But if you're doing it heavily, then you might want to overseed. By overseeding, all I mean is you've already got your lawn that's there, all you're doing is adding additional seed, overseeding, and basically growing through new blades of grass. So this is normally done at a rate of around 35 grams per meter squared, 
Whereas if you're laying down a new loan from seed, it's normally double that, around 70 grams per meter squared. So you've got to take in, that's two different price points. You're using literally half the amount if you're only overseeding. You don't need to go too crazy. You just need to bear with the process. It will come through and you're not going to have to worry about it. So overseeding, it does depend. You know, now's the time to do it. I would reckon you're probably in your last sort of week or two personally. I think if you want to be putting down seed, it would still probably take mid-October, but what you're doing is you're having a very new loan going straight into sort of the colder months of December time. I like to sort of get any sort of seeding done before the end of September. So if you're going to overseed and you're going to do the rest of this process, I would start looking at getting it round down now. Um, also look into your seeds. Don't just go down to um, B&Q or wherever and buy the cheapest one on the shelf. Although it will grow, trust me it will. But there's many out there that's specifically blended for different, you know, different areas. Is it a shaded garden? Is it generally open and you're facing the sun all day? Are you, um, have you got a very clear base soil? There is literally seeds that work differently. Do you want a higher cutting height or do you want shorter? Do you want to go with maybe, so a ryegrass is pretty all-rounder. It'll give you good colour. It'll stripe well. If you then want a bowling green and you want to really, you know, you're going to buy a 10 cylinder cartridge to get that nice close cut, then you might want to be buying something like a bent grass that gets used on a lot of golf greens. So look into it and all you need to do is look on any sort of main seed manufacturer website. Um, Baron Brug, for example, they're fantastic. I've used their seed a lot before and uh, they've got basically a seed for any any scenario. So, you know, they're pricey, but they're very good. A1 does good seed as well, I believe. And also, there's a few. Um, Rigby as well. Rigby Taylor, I think it is. They do uh, good seed as well. So, look into it. There's a lot to think about. Now, you cannot put down seed and then feed the loan with something that's got iron in. Okay, there needs to be a good eight-week gap before you then put iron down when you've just put seed down. Right, so you need to bear that in mind with what happens next. So if you are doing all the process that we've talked about and then you're looking to give it a little bit of a boost, a little help so that it can germinate and flourish and be okay, then you're looking at normally a pre-seed fertilizer. You can put one of these down and it's just going to help the seed. It's not going to push the grass that's already there too much. Um, so you can either put it down at the time of doing it. If you are afraid for some reason that it's going to give the grass too much of a boost then although it is a pre-seed fertilizer does not mean that you need to put it down beforehand you can put that down one week two weeks three four weeks afterwards if you really want to the pre-seed fertilizer i use from total lawn i put down maybe four weeks ago now and i used it as literally a gap between the summer feed and the autumn feed that i'm about to put down in a couple of weeks time so it's got a lower nitrogen higher pk and all it was to do was to just tide it along, keep it nice and healthy so that it wasn't getting too stressed. Use that as you want. There is no set guideline, so you have to do it like this. But just play around with it. See what works for you. But speaking about feeds, now you're looking at sort of autumn. The autumn loan feeds are definitely kicking in. Now is a pretty perfect time. Between September and December, you can actually still apply an autumn loan feed, depending on the conditions. If we end up getting early frosts, just because... You know, the weather is all over the place at the moment, then you're not going to want to put down a feed 
in the morning when there's frost on the ground. You know, you still need to look at the conditions that are there and react accordingly. But autumn feed, September to December, you know, we've had pretty wet winters anyway lately. Temperatures haven't been too bad. So again, September, October, I'm probably looking at putting a, an autumn feed down if I was you. And you can also offer it to your clients all way into this point as well. Bearing in mind, people normally start cutting grass, stop cutting grass end of October, start of November. So it might also tidy this on a bit longer if you're putting down a feed. So the one I use is again from Total Learn. Um, I love their products. I use all their products, and it's the one I'm going for this year. It's got loads to it, but it's just I just want to touch on a couple of things. If you don't know what you want to sort of go or what you're doing at the moment, if you're relatively new to lawn care and you really don't know the layout of when to apply what, then they do have packages on there as well. For example, they've got an autumn lawn care plan, what I haven't seen from any other companies at the moment, where basically you pay, it's just under £100, so it's £99, I believe. I think it's 10% off at the moment as well, so it's around £89. Uh, and you basically get a bundle to get you through the air. So it has everything in it for you. It's going to have, you know, all your fertilizers that you need for the whole year. It's going to have the moss destruction to get rid of any moss. The seaweed to help you through any sort of top-up phases. It's got bird seed in it as well. So the autumn lawn care plan is also on there that you can purchase. If you are, I'm going to say this, um, as you know, I get a code from Total Lawn, what is J-Rock Lawn Care. Use that at checkout and you will get 10% off additionally to your purchase furthermore to that like if you don't still know kind of what way you're heading or when to use what then they also have another one out what i haven't seen done either what's a lawn care subscription i believe it's a, just under eight pound again there's another 10 percent off that at the moment so it's seven pound 20 19 something like that and if you use that they basically send you the products relative to the time of year so in spring they'll send you a treatment that you can put down then Eight to twelve weeks later, they'll send you another one, exactly in time for when you need to use it for your loan. So that's a couple of things that you can use. You know, other people might do it as well. Look into it. You know, try out a product. If you don't like it, then try a different brand. I'm not trying to shove total loans down your neck, but what I am saying is, it's a brand that I use. It's a brand I trust, and that's why I speak about it so much. It's only because I think it's a good product that I would ever recommend it to you guys. And um, if I ever use a product that's bad, same with it. I'll tell you that I think it's bad and I'll tell you why and uh, we'll go from there. So any questions on any of that, just let me know and uh, maybe I can you know, assist in some way, shape or form. But that is the way that I kind of want to talk about autumn lawn care at the moment. It's really the things I'm talking about. So whether you spike your lawn, hire an aerator, get some sort of holes in the ground, even spiked shoes that you see people use, anything that will create that sort of air going back into the soil will definitely help. From that scarification, it's fantastic as well, especially if you suffer from moss. Okay, I know my back garden, it doesn't suffer from moss so much, but because it's more shaded, it suffers from getting boggy. Now, I don't know if it's a type of uh, what's underneath the turf or what, but where I live, it's basically built on rock. So um, it's not brilliant in the back garden, but I make sure I scarify that yearly and just, I often need to reseed that a couple of times a year. So react accordingly to your lawn. Although it's autumn and I'm giving you these tips on what you can do and what you can offer, you still need to stand back yourself 
or get someone in to help you if you don't fully know what you're doing, your local professional, and have a look at your loan or your customer's loan and go, right, what doesn't look right now? And then you react accordingly. So you go, right, the bare patch is there. First of all, why? Okay, do a solid sample. Take out, you know, six-inch cut of, you know, six-inch by six-inch um, test sample. Check if there's loads of rocks. Are you hitting a rock when you go three inches down? Is it just dying off? You know, if so, are you struggling with leather jackets? Like, what's going on? Try and problem solve it. And by doing this, you are going to improve your loan year after year after year. Often, I think people think or customers think that when you when they take on your services, in a month's time, everything's going to be fixed, everything's going to be spot on, and they haven't touched it for five years. And it's kind of bringing them to the realization or even yourself to the realization, look, settle down. Let's just take it step by step and just see what improves by next month. And before you know it, you'll hit through that first season. It'll come to your second season and it'll be like, right, I did this last year. That worked. Let me do it again. Or I face this problem. Right. I've heard that we need to do this. Let's just give it a try. Grass is resilient. And uh, if not anything else, then it bounces back eventually. You know, my next-door neighbour is a fantastic example for it. They have a lovely lawn every time it rains. They don't water the lawn, they've got a dog, all this sort of stuff. During the drought that we had this year, it was all brown, it didn't look very nice at all. As soon as it started raining, they literally chucked down off-the-shelf fertiliser, bounced straight back with all the wet weather we had, and it looked fantastic. It looked better colour than mine, nearly. Um, and they don't do any extra treatments. They're just, you know, doing the basics. And it is resilient. It will bounce back. So don't worry. But what I would say is I've had a few more people get in touch with me and wonder about the process, what they should do when, the fact that they've heard the podcast, they've seen the YouTube videos, and they've been asking me questions. And I am so happy to help you. As I said on my last podcast, I think it was, please don't ring me if you find my number. Um, but, you know, by all means, email me, get in touch on my DMs, and, you know, I'll help you any way I can. So I do appreciate it and because I do appreciate everything and it's all all my content is here to you know either entertain or to provide some form of information that you know if you need anything back by you know advice or anything like that then I'm totally open to give it okay there's no smoke and mirrors on this side uh, I'm just here to help so yeah thank you very much for listening guys uh, once again it has been much appreciated Slightly quicker podcast, this one being under 30 minutes, but it is just a quick sort of autumn, what to do, what you can be doing going forward over the next sort of four weeks. So thanks for listening. I look forward to seeing you in the next podcast, the next video that's going to be on YouTube as well, what is going to be basically everything I spoke about now, but me actually doing it. So keep an eye out on my YouTube channel and that will be coming soon. You can obviously find me on YouTube at J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening, same as on Instagram as well. And Facebook again, but that's again that's that's more for the clients than sort of entertainment value or anything else. So thanks very much. I hope you have a cracking weekend. You know, I hope you enjoy the rest of the nice weather that we're kind of getting. And soon, I'm sure we're all going to be freezing, wearing our beanies, and uh, trying to warm up at every chance we kind of get.